Oh, we're back. I wish we could work in some like some didgeridoo in there. We gotta practice the didgeridoo. Yeah, it still sounds like a cat's fart when I do it. <laughs> it's too small for my mouth. That's a, like a small. It's too small for my mouth. That's what she said. <laughs> it's like a small mouth bass. We're not talking about fishing in this episode. All I, I want to do is talk about fishing. I refuse. God damn it. Go start a fishing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you do your own podcast. Fishing after five and sometimes on Sundays. If the boat and doesn't have a hole in it. But it doesn't, it doesn't count unless you catch fish. I could be on our... 100 of fishing i still don't even have a no we're not bite. talking about I fishing a bite, dude. i, I reached out to fishing. anybody so if anyone's listening take me fishing like you can't johnny is dying on the inside now it's become an um, obsession and i yeah. think yeah all right so we won't talk about fishing we're not we're just not dude some, i got some kid dude let's talk about what also happens at that lake this is fucking crazy oh yeah dude this is a crazy we, story Okay, I'm, we'll talk about this. Yeah. Duck hunting. We'll talk no. about duck hunting. So at the lake we were at, some fucking kid gets shot in the head. And it wasn't like a hit. I don't think it was like a gangster hit or anything. I think <laughs> someone was just duck hunting and forgot to notice the person in the background and just fucking fired. So they allowed duck hunting on this lake, but they don't tell anybody. With pedestrians on the lake and walking around. And a mountain bike trail. Like, they don't tell anybody. There's no signs that say, hey, there's active shooters in the area. Maybe you should wear something with color. Or not. When they when they have hunting in Tyler Park, they shut the whole park down. You can't come in. Like I'm okay with using state grounds to hunt because I think that's what it's for. It's public lands. You'd be able to do whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't tell anyone it's hunting season. You just have to know. And if you don't know, you might just catch a fucking some bird shot to the head. Yeah, I mean that's. I was it's very, not even in the news. No, I was I was fucking shocked when I heard that. I guess like it's not that shocking, but is that? Well, I mean, I didn't even know that happened, and I don't live that far away from. Boom! Obviously, it wasn't that big of a deal. He did. He, you know what? Did he? Oh, I mean, he didn't die. No, he didn't. Did die he test he positive for corona? Probably not going to be a corona stat. <laughs> Probably too soon. So if you're if you're at a public state grounds in Pennsylvania, you might want to check the hunting or- ordinances and throw on that like really ugly sweater or really ugly hat you have with a little bit of color. Just so when that guy that has been sitting around his couch for seven years, you know, seven months is like, oh, fucking duck. And he's like chasing the duck with the shotgun and boom, fires. And he's like, oh, shit, there's a kid in the background. That's a pretty good responsible hunter. I guess a, the hunter is going to be like charged with like manslaughter or something non well he didn't die so he wouldn't be getting charged with manslaughter i guess attempt is there an attempted manslaughter attempted accidental death no he would be charged with uh is there even a charge did he break any laws i don't even know if he broke laws i'm trying to think i mean in this court there's no laws that have been broken as far as i'm concerned yeah here, here, just here, some here. Stupid laws. Just some, just some stupid, stupid stupidness. Stu- yeah, unfortunately, somebody, you know. Apparently, you just bring a shotgun. If you see a duck, just fucking shoot it. Yeah, so we had somebody <laughs> telling us how they, when they're going, they go out on the lake and they take the shotgun the with 
yeah, to fish, and they bring the shotgun with them in the canoe, and they just if they get close just enough in to case a duck, they see if a they see a duck, they just fucking bam. Not um, you know, a little bit of America in there, I guess. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. What'd you do this weekend? Um. Well, I didn't fish. I observed. I observed something that might be. Maybe a trend. Maybe it's all. It was already a trend, and I just didn't really. I'm not. I wasn't too keen to it. Right. But did you ever notice how many people on like social media are like supposed forex investment traders, and like all these people that like trade stocks and like they talk about their stock trades and stuff. Have you ever right. got, have you ever like looked into these people's pages? Sometimes. I mean, they reach out to me really. a lot. They send me like if I get like fake Russian DMs, they're usually like learn options trading. So I noticed on somebody's page or account that they had like they were the CEO of their company and their brand and they were rental property this and investor this and then somewhere down underneath their like eighteen, you know, official titles. They had 4X op slash options trader mm. ask me how in their profile. And it got me thinking, is there more people doing this? Like, what's up with this stock thing? It seems like a scam. It seems like he's trying to, like, get me into a pyramid, pyramid Forex trading, you know? Stock tips. Oh boy. For sale. So I, I started looking at this dude. A month. I, I started looking at this dude's followers because he had a lot of followers. And then the same thing. A lot of his followers had like the same like we're marketing, we do stocks, blah, blah, blah. Like this all this and yada yada yada. And they all had this like suppose some of them like the the more premier trader people had like these fake looking lifestyles where they were like Every picture was from some other exotic place, and it's like I, I had a regular nine to five job, but then I discovered meditation and fitness, and stock trading and Gary V, and now I live the dream with this hot bitch in the background, and I trade stocks all day from my laptop on the beach in the Bahamas. Like it's just <laughs> like this fakeness, all in an effort to like sell you, sell you the forex there knowledge or their forex program this is like six figure mentors right or any of those pyramid schemes where you're like wait that guy's got a cool lifestyle let me learn and by the time you get done you realize the guy's actually doing nothing other than charging people the the platform the platform and then it gives you to then sell the platform to other people and it's a and at the end of the day the only people that like know anything are the top and everybody else just paying into nothing it's just like a empty barrel so, I reached out to one of these people okay. just to see. And to preface this, I originally went to college and I graduated from Temple University with... Uh, oh, those are some credentials right there. So, well, this is the start of my career I in economics. I wanted to be a money guy, a stock, like one of, the, one of these people. So, I very much like got into this at one point and still, you know... I, I, I still fought like I still fought like I still understand the mark like I understand what's going on, but it, it's like a hammer belongs in the hand of a carpenter if you're managing your own financial portfolio or stocks if you're making a certain amount per year or you have a certain net worth you're right. really just 
pissing money away. Like I know a lot about the market, understand a lot about money, a lot of banking, all of this, that it is advantageous to me to do some of it myself. And I still don't do it myself because I know somebody else can manage this information and processes and growth right. more appropriately and better because for me. You made your money some other way. You're I'm good better at. making money someplace else. Someone may be better at managing your money. Correct. So, but I still, you know, when I have conversations with our money people, I understand it better than most people because of that. Right, okay. So I got into this, you know, I looked up some research information and then I sent this individual a question based upon this information that quickly, oh, quickly boy. looked up and got into it. Full out scheme. This person had no idea what they were talking about in terms of like trading. And it got me thinking. Why are so many people trying to like cheat the day every day? Like there's so many cheaters. Yeah. Like we we are very much the opposite of cheating. We go sometimes we go so far the opposite of cheating that like some call us foolish because we're going so far uphill. It's like not even good for anybody. <laughs> you know, we go out of our way to be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. We go to like I don't know what the opposite is, but like we go out of our way. It's like we don't have to do this for people. But it's like okay, like you ran through first. You don't really have to. We feel bad about the one thing we left, like that piece of trash we left in that back room that we forgot to get so we call them to see if we you know what i'm saying like yeah. we, it's annoying to people sometimes I'm like why are these people trying to like create this like stock quick to get rich scheme and like you can do it with very little time invested each day like where did this notion come in that like there is there is a quick 24 hour uh, like work option where it's like there's passive income. You hear you hear these people also using passive income a lot. It's like yeah. rent get rental properties, it's passive income. Earn money like without doing anything essentially. And I'll be the first to fucking tell you if you're in a rental property game, if you think that's passive income, you're foolish. You do have to do a lot of work. I do a lot of fucking work for that. <laughs> so it's not passive, right? It's You should be like, hey, passive means a lot of work still. It's not active in terms of like a nine to five. You have some sort of like, but it's still not passive to me. I think that's also, but like, that's what, not to go sidebar, but like these people all have this like get rich scheme. No. That just, seems like it gets a lot of people. You know what it is? We all are in the same, let's say you're 25 to 35, right? And our demographic is our, our de 25 to 45. Yeah, something, something like that. But. We all started when there was no Amazon, no Instagram, no Facebook. And then we got caught into the people who were really good at it. And I blame one book on the passive income goal and dream that people... Can I guess? Yeah, but that people give up their life work to try to do. But they don't realize the amount of work that this guy put in to do that. And the fact that this guy's making money on fucking selling books to read about the passive income. Is What's it the book? Four hour work. It's a hundred percent. This motherfucker is like in the first chapter of the book. He's like, I opened my laptop. I did two hours worth of work and I hit send. I closed my laptop. I went and checked it in two days and I made $20,000. You know, whatever he was fucking selling shirts mm -hmm. or whatever it was. 
And it was like, okay, that's a really cool story. Like, can I do that? And then everybody got on the bandwagon of the pyramid scheme. Mm. Right? You had your... Market America. The, the, like, Amway was the original. They've been OGs for years. You have, you know, six-figure mentors. You have all the shit where it's like, look, we're going to sell you a platform to build something, but really what we want you to do is sell our platform. And now everyone thinks that you can cheat and just have passive income, but they don't really realize that the founders of all those things put in years in a lifetime worth of work. So they're basically scamming you to be like, sell our product to other people so that they can sell the product so that we all make money selling our product. It's like, you're actually not selling anything. You're just selling a team. Yeah, the hashtag Forex or futures exchange market. Yeah. Um, and if you don't understand what that what the futures market is, it's not my fucking job to educate you on that. It's like Yeah, fucker. Not even worth getting into. If you have gotten this far in your life not to understand what the futures market is, you're don't Dude, even don't even I start think, to I think a perfect question to figure out if someone knows stocks or not. Because I've been around stocks a lot. Yeah, it's like you end I'm up... I'm not really sure in my brain I could tell you what the difference between a put and a call is. I feel like real, even traders, if they're honest with you, still look it up sometimes. Dude, I definitely... Like, I'm doing this difficult trade right now. Do I need a... Am I going put... I want to hedge an, or it... I want to capitalize. Like, one's a hedge and one's an acceleration of, like, of what you think it's going to go. Here's what you need. Here's um, I, so I so a hashtag forex. This is what you need in order to be a successful Instagrammer ha- forex, forex stock in, trader. And forex is a platform, right? Right. Uh no, it's like a yeah, well I mean you can get to forex like from multiple different places. Okay. It's more of like futures, commodities, whatever. But you need multiple monitors on a desk. At least six. <laughs> For the if you have six monitors on your shit. desk and you're not playing video games, coding video games, building some crazy thing on computers, you're what are for, you doing? You're a Forex trader. You're probably a Forex trader. You got like some sort of leased Lamborghini in your driveway and or, you made 20 grand in a month doing we don't know what. Yeah. Selling computer screens. You need to have at least like... Every three to four pictures has to be some sort of crazy chart showing data that nobody fucking understands, even you. Yeah, yeah. Nobody gets this stuff. One screen has one stock on it. It's usually red or green and it has like the stock symbol. That's how, that's part of, part of what I asked this dude. It's quite, the, the question I asked him is not even worth like, like talking about. It's just so nerdy. But I used the chart to be like, what do you think about this like performance? And, like, he was answered it just, like, incorrectly because he couldn't read the fucking chart. And I was like, dude, you do not. Like, if you can't read this chart, you don't know how to read the charts that are on your page because I don't even know what the fuck they say. (laughs) Like, I don't know what you just pick. You're just putting up whatever. The other thing is, like, you definitely want a girl. If you're a guy or or a girl, like, if you're into girls and you think that's going to get you followers, you definitely want a girl every couple picture leaning on your car. In some sort of dress, like you're going out to dinner, even though we know nobody's going out to dinner right now. Right. It's like, what are you doing in this outfit? And then you probably want a picture of you in an infinity pool every 10 pictures because that indicates you go on vacation every other week. 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's kind of like this, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, look at, like, look at these guys. Like, they just have, like, it's all the same pictures. It's like girl, girl in a bikini, a bunch of tips, charts. I don't even know what you're typing right now. It's probably notes on how not to be this, be like this. But I also know other people in other industries that have, they just sell like a lifestyle. It's like, dude, I know every I, industry. I does know that. you got that weird, like, it's like a fake account. It just, the amount of people just using Instagram to sell themselves, I guess they're using it for the right reasons because it's probably working. No, but there's but. a right. Did you hear that? Was that a burp? Oh, it just came out. It just of you. couldn't. I couldn't keep it. It just like forced its way out. Mm, goddamn sparkling water. The problem is that like Instagram and all the these things allow people the opportunity to create like a falsehood of or like create their re- supposed reality. I guess. Right. Um. I'd like to think we're like the Jedi against the dark side of the the Sith. The Sith, the other side of the Jedis. We're like the good versus the evil. You know, you could... We're looking at these individuals and being like, these fuck asses because we know what they're doing is just not... It's fraudulent. It's fraudulent. But at the same token, knowing if we know that exists, and we're not necessarily that smart, other people know that exists who are equally or if not smarter than us, which is a decent amount of people. So what I'm saying is in our social media, I think we kind of go the opposite route where we like, we show just like, this is what it is. It's fucking great, but it's also not so great. Yeah. And it can be fun. And we have a good time with the people we work with or vacation with or, you know, quarantine with, but it's also a lot of work. And, like, this p- idea that, like, it's passive or the notion, like, I've run into this a lot where it's like, oh, own your own business. Make your own hours. Yeah. It's when you own your like own business, all. it's like you make your own hours. It's called all the hours. Yeah, it's, it's all the hours. <laughs> and when you own your own business, I found I found a higher sense of responsibility to the customers because it was my business than I did when I worked for somebody else. Like, you... You have a, and you also have a responsibility to your team, to your your coworkers, to your co partner. Like it, there's more pressure for pumping out production and work when you own your business rather than working for somebody, because you are the final line. There's nothing beyond you that's like, oh, we didn't get that done. Let me check with this person. It's like, oh, we didn't get that done. Yeah, we didn't fucking get that done. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a too good to be true scenario on the social media now it's so saturated with like these individuals that like it's not just like the stock people that was just like the people that i noticed this weekend yeah before that it's the it's the realtors it's the the car people it's like the dude that takes pictures of his watches around the steering wheel of his ferrari like who the fuck sits down in a Ferrari and wraps their watch bands around the steering wheel to take a picture Nobody. for their Instagram? A dude, somebody leaves like, in that Ferrari. Who are like nobody should be look like like I just don't even get it. It's appalling. 
And these Forex people are on, like, the forefront of these types of people. <laughs> they they are. Like, they're like, hey, I dropped out of college because I didn't need that shit because I know Forex trade. I know how to trade stocks, and you can too. So buy this package that my buddy wrote, and I'm part of his crew, and you can be part of our crew. So get our information, and you'll make this much money, and then you can live the lifestyle you want four hours a week. And it's like, dude, mm, how many of these books you sold? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, did they, you take a, they made all money. these pictures on one vacation? Yeah, like, they, I don't know. They made money on selling you their lifestyle, but in reality, you just pay them for their lifestyle. I don't, I don't know. The whole thing. My my, fam- I have a family member. My sister's involved in Amway, and it's like the amount of hours that she has to invest to get other people convinced, and that it's going to become harder because people get more and more skeptical. Yeah, but if you would just if she would just devote herself to an actual business, that's what I said. I was like, look, you could sell shirts, you could you could be a dog groomer, you could be whatever you wanted to be, something scalable. Hopefully, that didn't rely fully on your time. Would blow up bigger than this if you put that much effort. It's in. like, look, you've put in hundreds and hundreds of hours, maybe a thousand. She's put in a thousand hours over the last three three years, and like she doesn't. It's like, look, nobody wants to commit to. Amway, like, automatic reoccurring expenses. And all they do is they just pay money into the marketing so that they can go to conferences. Now they don't even have conferences. They just have Zoom calls. So they're paying their monthly fee to people above them for the conferences and content. And there's a subscription to have access to Amway mm-hmm. as a business. But so the, look, the, you're running somebody else's business. There is the other side of things, though, that we can't. Like, there's always, like, a like two sides of the coin like those businesses have helped a lot of people though like not everyone is capable of like going through like i I went through kind of like a trial by fire and survived long enough through it to get to the other side of the seesaw to like start going up the successful side of things not a lot of people can like weather that storm, like or or, or like have, they have kids. You have kids. You have to feed. You have to feed your kid. Like you have bit. Like you have overwhelming bills. Like so there's some sort of situation, and those those businesses do create a structure for people to like get that independence. You know, it's like a it's like a bad. So it's a, not. It's all like bad. a bad news. Like let's say you, you accidentally murdered a bag of puppies. <laughs> and you're, oh, pre- you're like a celebrity like, I don't or something. Know. Oh, <laughs> no, I heard. I actually heard this on the radio this morning. And you're a celebrity, and you got to endure seven days of brutal media coverage. But if you get past that seven days, everybody forgets about the puppies, right? So a business. So what, are you saying? what I'm saying is, <laughs> a fucking business is enduring that stress. And if you can hit certain tipping points in the business, then you're like, I'm one tip point away, like from the next one and eventually you'll start to scale and you'll tip it and you'll have the economies of like where you know you, you tip it over do you understand what I think it's so that, like but you it's have also to endure the pain and the suffering you can't be blind to it you can't just assume you're sitting on a vacation on a beach chair selling whatever and you're making money it's like look you have to fucking put in the stress the struggle and that it's not even just the business to scale though. it it's the personal side too, like everything, yeah. you, everything, every moment in time. You as thinking, an individual yeah. have to go through like a metamorphosis several times. Like you, you're like a snake a as a of, business. And a lot of times you get it wrong. You got to start all the fuck over. Oh yeah. I've shed my skin 
so many times as a business owner because like you mess up like you you ruin a relationship with an employee like say like you're just like a one-man show and you have yeah. one helper and like you're an asshole to your one helper and he leaves and like you're down 50 percent of your workforce overnight right or like even worse like i heard a bunch of people walking out on a salon during corona like somebody started a salon with a whole nother salon's staff Right, just start completely over. Start it completely over. We're just like, we don't like how you're running things. We're going to go over here and run things this way. All because that fucking person was probably not treating, like, there was some situation there. Yeah. So, I guess, like, what I'm saying is, like, you you have to go through those trials and, you know, come out on the other side positively and survive as an individual and then, like, at the end of that, you're like a cable, you are like, you kind of had all the, the fat chiseled off you. And now you're a capable business person because you survived all those mistakes. And one thing, when you do get to that point, you can't let your foot off the accelerator because then you're never going to capture the effectiveness of scaling and like economies. And because you can have a lot of like, let's take. Any business, it's like, oh, I got there. I'm making money. I'm consistent. It's like, look, you're making money now. But if you continue to scale and get better, then you won't have to worry about money in five or ten years. And that tipping point of acceleration and just leveraging your time and leveraging your people to get to the right point, that's the next step. Like, if you had to look at, like, we where we are in a business mm-hmm. right now, it's like, look, we've made money. We're consistently making money. We're producing good products. We're servicing our products. We are now at the point. It's like, look, we could just cruise and do this, but that's not what we want. What we want is to be able to start more businesses. So we want to keep scaling these businesses so that they accelerate and we can leverage what we've built to the next level. And that's the hard part, right? It's yeah, but that like, you have to be able to do that without letting your ego get in the way. You have to be able to do that without, without like making a disastrous decision that sinks the whole ship. Like you have to be able to do that intelligently. You have to be able to grow in a direct way, in a purposeful way. And if you can do that, then it's like, all right, now you did that. Now what? Now you're at sustainability. Like nobody starts out in the beginning of their professional whatever as like the captain in reality like you might be in business by yourself as an entrepreneur but you're not shit yeah like you're not a captain of the ship yet like you need to like learn how to man all the spots of the ship and then get to the like and then you're capable of like understanding and like making it like you're capable sailor at that like you know what i'm saying like you can't the idea that you can just join these stock things and then just like have somebody give you a couple little key points of information that they've devoted their whole lives to understanding and you're going to like make money and you're going to let them sell you that shit. Like shame on you. Yeah. You got I have your freaking listen to us and you, if you're participating in that stuff and you're like, Oh wow. If, if you're a sailor just, and you don't know how to tie knots, like an improved clinch knot, or just a, like I just or a polymer, you're knot. you're paying somebody else to kind of give you, give you like a watered down version of the hard work. Exactly, and you're not if you do that, you may have some success. 
You might get something out of it. But you're not going to be able to scale it and leverage because you don't have the you don't have the experience or the knowledge behind you. Like one of the best quotes that like I deal with when when I'm dealing with like an either a subcontractor or a potential employee or maybe an employee that's looking to like transition in and out in our business like vertically like it's or to a different business um you you kind of have to ask yourself at a point in your life like how much money are you getting paid not to do what you want to do like if you're doing if you're doing a job that you they don't, don't want to fucking do you yeah. are essentially getting paid to do a certain amount do. of money to do something For you what? don't want to do safety so but like how much money is that versus like how much money could you make if you do what you want to do i cannot stand this is a pet peeve and i'm probably going to piss some people off so fuck it I could not stand sitting around my fucking driveway and listen to my neighbors talk about their 401k plan or their pension or if they just save $200 a month for the next 35 fucking years, what they can do with the fucking money and putting the money. It's like, dude, that is like the typical thing that they want Americans to fucking do is like work the nine to five, save your money. Don't take any fucking risk. You know what? That to me would be the most boring fucking thing I could ever do. Like, I would, I would, I don't know, man. I, I think that's, it's just, they it's all, okay. they it's all okay sit okay around and talk about that. And it's like, damn, like, fucking, sh- I want to shake them. Like, wake the fuck up. Like, do something with your fucking, like, do fucking wake up. You're fucking selling fucking t-shirts for somebody else. Wake the fuck up. Start your own fucking t-shirt company. You know how to sell t-shirts? Start your own fucking company. How fucking hard can it be? You can do that job and this job because you know why? You work at fucking home and do both, and then you don't have to worry about anything. Then you're selling T-shirts and all this shit. I guess, like, this situation would be, would be, that would be unacceptable if they were unhappy. Oh, they're fucking miserable. And they were also affecting other people's happiness. Oh, they're, 100%. This, God damn it, this fucking neighbor of mine, I, I, he the has other so much potential because he's, he's like fucking Rain Man. He could tell you who won the 1974, like, American League third game of the so series. So he's handicapped, and he needs someone to supervise him. He's a him. goddamn Rain Man. You know Rain Man needed, like, regular supervision, right? He, he needs someone just to hold his hand and be like, look, man, let's go fucking, let's go to the fucking casino. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he should do? You know what he should do. Do you? Think, I don't want to do hear think, what he should do. But do what I will say to you: has the same odds or like online blackjack? Do you think they still play with the same deck, or is it completely like a new de- a new oh, shuffle? Do new you deck think? Every do time? I think the computer doesn't cheat on you, you fucking guys? But what I will say to you: what you're saying that I just thought about. So, how many people work in jobs, get paid to do something they don't want to do, also that they can retire someday, right? And then they're in shitty health by the time they can retire. That was pretty legit. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty legit. I hope that came out. I hope that came out, too. That was a sound off for the people retiring. Hit me with the microphone. Hit me with the microphone, Jimmy. Yeah, you're going to hit me right in the corona face. Here you go. They're, They're meditating next door. We've gone from like a dead cat to like a boat horn. That's just food for. Are we going to name this? Uh, we didn't just went do? down a, a rabbit hole. I guess uh, 
you know, stay woke to the stock people. You don't get caught up in your fucking shit and and don't do, do, just put do, the work just in. Do something for you. Like, do just something put for your the life. work in. I like. I see these people like talking about how and anxious I'm not talking they are. About like, you got to put a little bit of work. I'm not in. talking about teachers or first responders. You guys are doing the Lord's work out there. I'm talking about them. I'm talking about specific people that aren't really helping people that are just like mindlessly going through, like thinking that this is going to be their end all be all because they had good savings. So we're back on the neighbors. Fuck, man! I just want to shake them. If you're listening, if you listen to this podcast, I'll fucking help you. I'll shake you. I'll shake like fuck, man. I've never been so passionate because I just see the misery from the guy's life. It's like, dude, you can you 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 have a job and you can do it another job at the same time and nobody would know. Well, there there is a lot of power in that. The so the passive income world does does seemingly successfully teach people to to be able to like develop two streams of income. Yeah, but I agree. You have a buddy. It's extra work. You have a buddy. Yeah, who's a? I have some a, friends. You got a buddy. He's been on the podcast, Dave. Dave Hermes. Dave is a he's a computer engineer, software, some fucking like has a team and like they develop shit. He hits the space. But he key. also like does rehab flips on the side. He's not very good at it, <laughs> but he <laughs> but he does it. I hope you're listening, Dave, because. I, but that's I that goes him, to think like, he's got to like, he'll be if he keeps it, going at it, it he'll be really good at it. He'll someday. learn every time he does one, he'll learn. And then the next one eventually he'll make money and they'll make money. But he's doing that all while still working 50, 60 hours a week. Or dressing hours. up like fake cops. 40 hours. Yeah, did you see his video? What? I didn't even listen to the sound. I was like, this is way too weird. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> he's a funny guy. Dave. You know what we should do? We should have uh, we should have Drew, Max, and Dave. I don't want to have Max on. We'll have Drew. He's, he's going to bring too much drama around. Yeah, but that could be good for a podcast. We have. We have. What if we his wife shows up smashing our faces in? No, looking for him. Yeah. Max, Max, go home. Where are you, Max? Max, go Max, home. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> Max, if you're listening to this, go home. Your wife called. Go home. <laughs> I truly hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> I'm not editing. He this. definitely doesn't fucking listen. To he this doesn't spot. listen to this. He Go probably home. does. He probably does and just acts like he doesn't listen. I don't listen. Anyway, we got your IP address, fucking snag, bro. What did you think of uh, the last debates? Thought it was thought it was pretty good. I thought the moderator did a hell of a job. You want to hear something funny? You want to hear a funny stat about the moderator? I heard them throw like this stat in there that was, uh, we haven't had a black female moderator since 1992, or no, it's like sh- this when, the when first Joe, black moderator black the crime bill the black f- the first black female moderator since 1992 like it was like the first one ever like I'm like okay so motherfuckers we had one back in 1992 obviously like I don't understand I don't understand why we got, got a quota for that why 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 did Anyway, keep going. Stop. So how do I you was at Chick Fil A line, and like there's this uh, female working across the counter. I wanted to tell her she had like nice complexion, skin color. Oh my god, I can't believe we're even fucking. Wait, is, that, is it too like that's not racist, is it? To be like, I like your skin color. Yeah, it's not racist. It's fucking weird to tell somebody <laughs> you don't know that. That's like but if you're like smooth talking like, a female and you're like, hey, I like your skin color. 
I like the tone of your skin. You're fucking weird. Yeah, even if you're, right. even if you have a mutual relationship with, like, if I went up to my wife and was just like, "Hey, bro, I like your skin today. I like the tone of your skin." She'd be like, "Um, thanks." But why? Why do they? But gonna, if I was like, "Hey, they have your complexion up, is," she'd be like, "Wow, thanks." Why do they have to bring up? You should have said the that. color of the moderator. Does it matter? No, but that goes to the theory. I heard. Uh, I don't know whose theory it is. Oh boy, it's probably a mixture of theories. Um. The left is very racist. In I don't know if inadvertently is the word, but it's it's like to their advantage. They think like they need to qualify everyone's race and like they're like I. It kind of does America a disservice to bring up. I think they project. The, it, well, I think, it's like I think they're. I think like, the far left the are very racist, and they call everyone else racist because they're racist. Well, I think they're racist in a different kind of way, and it's like a weird. It's a weird way to describe it. So, like, I'll try and like, I'll I'll bludgeon my way through this. It's like saying, like, they're a form of racist. Like, they'll like someone like they'll ha say like there's an African American scientist, right? The best in this field of science. Yeah. Out of anybody, whatever their skin color, right? He will get an award. Say like they'll be like the Nobel Prize for like. He'll have created cloning, like successfully cloned humans. They'll be like, African-American man successfully clones, or African-American scientist successfully clones humans. And it'll be an article about how this is a win for the African-American race. Instead of about how this qualified scientist successfully cloned humans. Yeah, it happens all the time. It'll be like, "Hey, first female," like, well, th and it's like, "Why is this a win? Why do we like?" I and I understand where like where the shortcomings in our American history are. I'm not discounting like where we have come up short historically. Like that's not what I'm doing at all. But what I'm saying is like when you constantly are like making sure that like that notion of like you're it's not positive. It's not a positive thing. Like, why is that person not being exemplified for just being a skilled, talented American by acknowledging still that, like, we're, like, blah, 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 like, the first effort. Like, it's just, like, what about this person as an individual? Like, maybe they don't associate everything in their whole fucking life with the fact that they're, like, I don't associate everything in my whole fucking life with, you know, my grandparents being German or Irish, or me being white, like I don't like think like oh I'm like like this is a win for the whites, like like you know what I'm saying like nobody yeah. thinks that way truthfully nobody thinks that way it, unless they go out of their way to do it and it's like the, the, well that's what I'm saying like yeah it'd be like a vegan going up to him be like you're unhealthy because you eat meat but really like, like Hawaiian just, pride they're just like projecting like it's like it gets, their own thoughts on yeah. you because unless you. If you walk up to someone and you don't, and you just call them a racist, it's like, yo, man, like you don't know me or inside my brain, but what you do know is inside your brain. And if you're, if you're just fucking projecting, then it's like, yo, like if that thought came to your mind, maybe you're the racist one. So I think what, what our country is going through is, is twofold. One side, we need to start acknowledging, like, the best for what it is. Like, regardless of this, like, the fact that, like, you can, so, like, you can go to Google 
and on your Google business page, like you can click on attributes of your business and there's only a few attributes you can add. And the first one is black owned business. And then the two other options are veteran led business or female led business, not female owned business. There is no female, female. Owned, business, owned business. There's no veteran owned business, but there's black owned business. And this notion that like everybody should like go out of their way just to support like people like I know I see a decent amount of people in my echo chamber posting like, hey, make sure you support these black owned libraries or these black owned or store or like this black owned businesses. And it's like, why? How is that not fucking racist? Yeah. Like, why aren't we supporting like, hey, this business is the best at this or this business is the best at this. Yeah. And we should be removing the obstructions out of the way for people that like have them regardless of like your minority your glasses wearing you don't wear income, glasses income class whatever you, income class you're in a wheelchair like whatever bourgeoisie whatever like the challenge you and as an proletariat remove those obstacles as best we can royalty but the rest of the playing field is fair if you're the best like why are we like if like slumlord you, you wouldn't go to someone and be like support these white owned businesses like, all you have to do is just change the, like, yeah. and then that's fucking wrong. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, there's going to be, like, there's, like, this, like, subconscious thing that, like, we're all trying to digest right now with, like, all of this. And it's, like, I'm in support of just, like, supporting people's businesses. Yeah. Like, yeah. why, like, I feel, I truthfully as an individual feel uncomfortable when we start bringing, like, I mean, like the you, race aspect you, into it into into a forceful manner. It's you, like you're very supportive of businesses. Like the other day, you made a comment. We went up to this badass woodworking fucking shop in Allentown. What was that place called? Woodworking. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, Woodcraft. Yo, Woodcraft. We walk in there. It was like, oh shit. Yeah, we never people been that shop here is serious. Are serious. Right. Yeah, yeah. Correct. And and that. Where are you going with this? And that. What? No. Where I'm going? A special place. <laughs> And we ordered, got a bunch of shit, and, like, we had some kid help us who didn't know what the fuck he was talking about, and all of a sudden we were about to buy $200 saw blades that, like, wasn't what we wanted. And then the owner came over and was like, yo, man, like, what do you need? And he told us what we wanted, what we needed, and it was like, boom, this guy, he went into a specialty store, he had the knowledge of the store, boom, yeah, let's buy the things. And then we were talking, like, okay, like, w price check, his prices, whatever, it's like, we could order all this stuff on Amazon, and you made the point to say, look, we may save a few shekels buying on Amazon, but mm. we, one, don't support that guy's business, and then, two, we're basically stealing his knowledge as a small business and then capitalizing it through, like, Capital America, and it feels fucking wrong. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 That do did see, happen. Do you see what I'm saying? So like, yeah. we could, I felt now that that we, I felt now bad that, because yeah. that guy. We would have if we had bought that shit on Amazon. We would have, been we would have got the wrong shit, or we would have been using the wrong shit and not known any better. But this guy took the time out of his day to like educate us on what we needed and why, and then he yeah. gave us some other stuff. Like, and then like. That's so what I'm saying. for when if we like it'd be easy like be like we were like oh yeah trying we could price shop this and then I was like yeah but like. Who would we? Who would have told us all of this? We could have watched yeah. it on YouTube, but that would have taken hours. That so, guy literally told us in ten seconds. So I think if you if you are a business, right, be good at what you do. So when people ask you questions, you're mm. an expert at it. So if people ask us like about 
cabinetry or home building, hopefully we consider ourselves experts. And if we don't, we'll be the first to tell them we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I think like, that's like, part of being an like expert. We had a client that was so knowledgeable about audio and HVAC equipment. And I was, I was like, look, you honestly know way more than I ever will know or probably ever need to know. So you tell me what we need to do, and we'll through our team, we'll get it done. But it's like... Because anything less than you're just going to come up short. Yeah, I'm just going to sound like an idiot if I pretend like I know what I'm talking about with, yeah. a, with like a NEMA 15. like Which kind of brings everything full circle. So if like you sound like, if you act like you sound like you know what you're talking about on the stock market don't. and you actually don't, you're just being, you are just an asshole. What a fucking close of a fucking podcast that was. Full circle. Dude, god damn. Well, we didn't even do, we, I don't even know what to talk about now. We're just going to have to wrap it up. Do we sound better? Call in if we sound better. Andrew did some twerking, tweaking, not mm. twerking, tweaking, tweaking on the microphones. I think we sound better. You think you really do? Yeah, you I really do. do. I really do, man. We had somebody call in. Yo, you guys. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, holy shit. We this is our first segment. Are you going to play it through your cell phone into the microphone? Um, Let me. No, just give me Stand two by. seconds. Give me two seconds. Stand by. We're definitely not going to cut this out. You can just hang out with us for a second. No, I mean, I'm going to literally drop it right. I can literally just drop it right in the computer. And then we'll be good to go. But this is from, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure who this individual could be. But it sounds hilarious. And have we listened? Have we pre-screened this? Have we? Oh, no. All right. Um. I guess we'll just cut it out. We have the ability to edit our podcast. No. We I'm, don't. But I mean, we, that's the extra work, so we don't actually end up We don't doing. have time for that. No, but it's Sundog. <laughs> oh, Sundog. And yeah, maybe this is how he's going to teach me how to fish. Maybe this guy fish. No, but we'll give it. Hi, Andrew and Jonathan. This is Son of Patel. Just wanted to say a nice hello. Nobody else is saying hi, so I figured I'd say hi. Hope y'all guys are doing good. (laughs) No. It's Sonny Patel. No way. Yeah. I know this dude. (laughs) Play play it again. again. Hi, Andrew and Jonathan. This is Son of Patel. Just wanted to say a nice hello. Nobody else is saying hi, so I figured I'd say hi. Yo, Hope you want yourself a... We, yeah, we'll have to have him on the podcast. Yeah, we have to have him on the podcast. If you leave a message, you can come on the podcast. If you want us to... Well, hi. I don't think that's a thing. I'm not going to allow that. No. But this guy's no, going to Let's allow it the- for the next person to leave a message. And we, can, we allowed it for the first person. You we can, can come to- on the podcast. If you need us to change your name and identity... We can't. You got to talk in an accent. So. Yeah. Do you think you could keep an accent up for an entire podcast? 100% keep up myself an accent the whole fucking time. I couldn't listen to you talk like oh, that. Dude, yeah, it'll be a right gone down good thing. You Keep sound. The whole fucking time. Man. <laughs> you, dude, I should. We should do a whole whole episode like uh, the we're people, British. The people definitely can't take that. I can't. Oh, I, I don't think I could do myself a British accent. No way. <laughs> You just went from like West Virginia to Louisiana <laughs> and back up again. Well, we, tra- we travel down the south. We go up, back up, back and forth, back up, back and forth. I oh, think it's, it's all about the harvest season. <laughs> harvest season. Look at the harvest season down oh there. Oh my god! So we just wasted three minutes of people's lives <laughs> listening to Jonathan talk like he's got a yes, sir. 
Is it patronizing like if we if we I mean we're probably going to move to the south eventually like if I go I down there like because I'm my, I got like a little bit of a I can get up, my, I, I definitely get my southern twang back right away. You don't have a southern twang. You're from the north. No, I can get a southern twang back. I went there. You I were there. from Montana. Yeah, but I I develop I I integrate into the society well. <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> yo i got that south philadelphia accent you know what i mean like I no that doesn't sound no, like no, anything no. that sounds like a, a country south philly <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you just went shopping at the flea market yeah yo, yo they'll take that water <laughs> yeah what's that john oh my god on that note yes sir <laughs> make it stop <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> That's why you don't have access to the control DT. Wait, hold on. We're gonna hit it out with the didgeridoo. <laughs> this was the After Five Podcast Thursday Thick. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> After Five Life. Thanks for listening.